0: You are now listening to wave a sound.
1: Welcome to episode 66 of Versus Mike History. I'm your host, Michael History. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you choose to listen. And if you're on your preferred platform, let us know, and we'll do our best to change that. For premier access to Versus Mike History content, join our members-only subscription tier on versusmikehistory.com.
2: I've never been one of the people that could be comfortable being careless. Some people, i I'll noticed the quality that they don't have that. They just don't have the the... the the, I guess the pressure on themselves, you know, they just have a little bit of a, a a comfort that I don't have. I don't feel comfortable unless I know I went above and beyond with my preparation. The things that possibly could happen, if I ain't take real steps to prevent those things, I'm not comfortable. I can't walk around, you know, charismatic and happy. Nah, no, I got to make sure, you know, we setting up some type of wealth because we, we might have a little bag right now, but we know a lot of people had a bag right now and they ended up bad.
1: Yo, 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 Mike check, Mike check, mic check. We are back again for another episode of versus Mike History. How are you guys doing? I hope you guys are having a wonderful weekend. Hope you're having a wonderful start to your week. Um The weather has the weather over the weekend was trash, you know. Mostly for just on Saturday. Um Sunday was kind of nice but you know all in all um i hope everyone enjoyed uh their extended weekend and got to take some time to relax and see their family or hang out with some friends and enjoy themselves and you know enjoy life um a lot is going on right now uh in terms of festivities Penny Day is coming up. Shout out to the good fellas. Um, And yeah, I hope everybody's (laughs) I know uh, I sound like a broken record, but I hope everybody's staying safe, man. Uh, The Delta variant is out there. Uh, There have been reports that I've read that said that the uh, Moderna and Pfizer vaccine. Um, do protect you against the delta variant, so if you have those vaccines, congratulations um yeah, let's go ahead and get into the episode though as always, we gotta leave with love and um, I wanna give a shout out to um my chapter, Iota Row. We hosted a uh, our chapter barbecue over the weekend uh on Saturday, despite you know the weather um what the weather report said and you know it turned out to be a great event a lot of people showed up there was no violence um I believe everybody had a great time and uh there was a bunch of food and uh punch to go around and um yeah you know shout out to the home team um I just wanted to point that out because uh you know we took a lot of time out to prepare that and uh it really is the people's barbecue we want everybody to come out every year to enjoy themselves and you know um be able to host people from coming from out of state uh shout out to all the out-of-state alphas that came out as well and uh yeah i'm gonna go ahead and get into the black spotlight though okay so um for this week's black spotlight i wanted to highlight a company that was in the news because of uh all the shenanigans that have been surrounding the olympics and um you know, it's it's really frustrating before I get into it. It's really frustrating um, all of the disparities that black women have been going through um, in regards to competing in the Olympics this year. Um, but with that said, I wanted to highlight um, Soul Cap, who the swimming cap that has been uh, barred from the Olympics this year. And uh, I'm getting this from Bustle, so... Uh, Bear with me. A black owned swimming hat brand aimed at creating inclusive caps has been barred from the Olympics this summer. The brand's larger caps designed to accommodate Afro hair were denied approval for for wear, to wear, excuse me, for competition swimming in this year's Olympics by uh, FINA, the Federation for International Competitions in Water Sports, as the organization claims elite athletes don't require caps of such size. The swimming caps created by Soul Cap were denied certification to wear for competition by Swimming FINA on the grounds that, to their best knowledge, the athletes competing at the international events never used, n- neither required to use, caps of such size and configuration. Um, okay, let me skip down to. Yes, here we go. Uh, Tox Ahmad. And Michael Chapman founded Cap, which is dedicated to bringing inclusive swimwear to marginalized communities in 2017 after seeing a gap in the market where they took up adult swimming lessons for the first time. Since then, the pair have brought larger caps to thousands of swimmers and partnered with elite athlete Alice Deering, who is set to make history as the first black woman to represent Great Britain swimming at the Olympics. So, you know, shout out to um, Tox and Michael, Tox Ahmed and Michael Chapman for founding Soul Cap and, you know, bringing uh, a diverse product to the market for a demographic that required it. Um, the Olympics should do a better job at, you know, viewing the, the full scope of why someone would want to use this product um, while competing in on such a large scale. Um, because if they don't require the, the cap of that size, then that means that it shouldn't matter whether they wear it or not. Uh, but shout out to soul cap and I hope everybody goes out and cops them some, um, black hair friendly swimming caps to go ahead and cover their hair when they get into the water. Okay, guys, let's go ahead and get into our topics for the week and i just want to start with some celebratory news with um the ladies of the red table talk celebrating their first emmy and um i'm getting this from black enterprise so bear with me red table talk which is a multi-generational facebook watch series featuring actress jada Pinkin smith willow smith and adrian banfield norris won its first emmy award in outstanding informative talk show category Pickett Smith's mother and daughter discuss trendy topics with family and friends on a popular show. Pickett Smith's husband, husband, actor, and rapper Will Smith happily announced the news about his family's big win on his Instagram account. Um, Shout out to them, to the Smith family, uh, for all of the hard work that they've put into the production of Red Table Talk. Um, I really love the fact that that is a homegrown platform quite literally um and the fact that uh it's three generations um of women on the show that host it and the show the, the show is actually filmed in their home and um they discuss for the most part um topics that people want to hear and they just dis- they discuss and offer perspectives that you know people can relate to. And, you know, even though I wish that they weren't on Facebook, uh, I am happy that they have received the success that they've received up to this point. So shout out to them. And let's go ahead and move on. All right, guys. So I have here that P-Valley creator Katori Hall wins a Pulitzer Prize for the hot wing king. And I'm getting this from Shadow and Act. so uh, So bear with me. Uh, P-Valley creator and executive producer Katori Hall has won a Pulitzer Prize for a drama due to her off-Broadway play, The Hot Wing King. According to Deadline, The Hot Wing King is set in Memphis, Tennessee and focuses on a black gay male couple and their cooking group, The New Wing Order, preparing to enter in the the annual Hot Wing Festival. But when one of the main characters, Dwayne, decides to take in his delinquent nephew, trouble looms for Dwayne in more ways than one. The Pulitzer board has called the play... A funny, deeply felt consideration of black masculinity and how it's perceived, how it is perceived, filtered through the experiences of loving of a loving gay couple and their extended family as they prepare for a culinary competition. Um, shout out to Katori Hall for snagging a Pulitzer Prize. Like that's not a small feat by any means, and um, she already has a successful show on television. And she has a successful off-Broadway play that she now has an award to show for it. And that is wonderful. I'm proud of my black people. And let's go ahead and get into some more news. All right, so I found this cool story about this 8-year-old who launched uh, a very cool doll line. And I'm getting this from AfroTech, so bear with me. Um, 8-year-old CEO Lil D launches plush doll line to spread brown boy joy. Lil D is the eight-year-old behind our Brown Boy Joy, the company created to both empower and inspire brown boys across the country by showing them just how special they are. Recently he's announced the launch of my friend a plush doll line designed to both to uh, excuse me, designed to be both a tool and a toy that promotes positivity. Brown boys should know that they are wonderful just the way they are, shared Lil D. My friend plush dolls were created with Lil D's mantra in mind and keeps each doll. And each doll speaks positive affirmations like, brown boy, you are joy. This, um, I think this is really cool, you know. Uh, the fact that this young boy felt the need to create a product that reinforces positivity within young black males. Um, is always something that I'm always going to want to highlight and um, bring forth. So, shout out to him. And um, I hope that, you know, people buy all of his product all right guys i wanted to get into the story about a black man in california who became a doula to protect black women during their birthing process so and i'm getting this from Afrotech, so bear with me uh because men need to prepare when it comes to the birth of a baby too according to spectrum news carson native destin young has always had questions about the birthing process now as a certified doula he is helping others through the birth process and encouraging men to join him in making black moms have safer births as i got older i just kind of like look at women as gods essentially which you guys are said young he credits his baby sister as the reason he became a doula after he says her medical team wasn't supportive leaving her to face a difficult pregnancy alone her fifth month she went to the doctor and had some bad news, continued Young. She found that her heartbeat stopped and she had a stillbirth. When a second chance for her sister came around, Young would not allow her to do it alone. He located a d- doula and became an assistant. He then helped his sister while she was in labor at her home for hours before sh- before escorting her to the hospital to help his nephew with, with his nephew's delivery. I felt like I wanted to be there as much as possible and guide her through the process, said Young. During his sister's pregnancy, Young even cut the umbilical cord and has now helped in the delivery process for over, oh, for three births. So shout-out to Dustin Young, man. That's an actual beautiful story to hear. Um, I apologize that, you know, the process began through loss, but in through that loss, you have found um, motivation to, you know, change the outcome and the trajectory of your sister's births and these three other women I would assume and you're also shining a light on how other men should be joining into this process and I wholeheartedly agree because you know we should um, be some type of capable in the process of a woman giving birth and you know be some type of useful so shout out to him and let's go ahead and keep moving. All right, so you guys, I'm sure you guys all heard that Sha'Carri, um Richardson won't be running in the Olympics this year because she tested positive for marijuana, and um, I don't have an article for this one. I just kind of wanted to give my thoughts briefly. Um, I think that it, first of all, I'm really, I have... A tremendous amount of respect for her for coming forward and taking um, responsibility for her actions and being accountable for, you know, the actions that she took um, to get to this point. I think that uh, it shows a high level of maturity and um, it shows, you know, a level of professionalism that a lot of people don't have at that age that's first and foremost uh secondly the fact that uh she was even able to compete to um have the opportunity to run in the olympics after having dealt with a devastating loss of losing her biological mother um is a tremendous feat in its own, um, in its own regard, simply for the fact that she broke records to get to that point. Um, You know, I think that we're living in a time where we just feel like everything should be perfect and as it is. And although this isn't the perfect outcome to you know, Shakari's story, um, she will have opportunities to perform and to win again. And I really do think that um, she will take from this, um, you know, a lesson and, you know, go on to do amazing things. But um, I do think that People are a little bit too hard on her. Uh, This is a time in her life that is extremely strenuous. And you're adding the loss of a parent on top of all of that, on top of the limelight, on top of the expectations from, you know, um, fellow athletes and trainers and coaches and things of that nature. And um, she's also a young woman who's coming up in the world and who has to develop a personality for herself um, throughout all of this. So, you know, I think that you should put yourself in her shoes and, um, you know, really take the time out to understand her situation before you cast any judgment. Because, you know, from from as far as what I've seen, she's handling this as best as she possibly can. And that's all we can ask of her. So, we all got your back, girl. And uh, let's go ahead and move on. All right, let's go ahead and wrap this up with a little bit of coverage from the latest verses, which was Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown. Um, I'm not going to lie to you and pretend like I watched this entire verses because I did not, but um, I did watch some of it. And... I gotta say it was entertaining you know it coming off of the soldier boy bow wow i don't know if it was the best decision to to have this one right after but nonetheless i still heard a lot of songs that i love and um you know those two men have um many accomplishments that you know should be celebrated uh and you know a lot of bangers, if we just being honest and real. But shout out to them. And, um, you know, uh, from the highlights that I saw, because I, I didn't watch the entire verses, but I did go back and watch some highlights. And, you know, uh, Keep Sweat, you know, Keith Sweat got some, his pen, his pen is mighty. I, I, I have to say. Bobby Brown ain't, nothing to, um, ain't nobody to fool with either. You know, but Keith Sweat, his pen, you know, freaked me. Come on, like it's this that that's who I have coming out of it. But that's just my personal opinion. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and keep it moving. Let's go ahead and get into some new music. So um, I spent a lot of time outside this weekend. I'm not going to lie to you. So I haven't listened to a lot of new music. But I did get to jot down, and I feel like I say that a lot, but um, I end up catching up on all the new music after I record the episodes. Um, I, I did get to jot down a nice little comprehensive list of stuff that um, that dropped, though. So uh, here we go. Uh, first and foremost, G Herbo dropped his album, 25. I did listen to that. I've been rocking with that. Um, a lot this weekend actually like some of my favorites off of this are uh no jail time whole hearts two chains uh trenches know my name he um is really developing as an artist and you know Bro is just like he's a really cool guy and uh, he promotes he promotes positivity um a lot throughout this project especially but i think that in general like his his energy is positive, and that's what he puts out, and that's what he receives back in the world. And um, I really respect that I respect that about him. Uh, what else we got, though? We got Brent Drake in the Neptunes with Wasting Time. Disjoint is a banger, and it's actually our uh, sound selection of the week. So you'll be hearing that at the end of the episode. Um, IDK and Young Thug, they drop Prada Bang, Prada Dada Bang, which is a single. Uh, I didn't get to hear that. Division, Ty Dolla Sign, and Mac Miller called. I believe it. You know, I had to hear this because of the late great Mac Miller. Um, Division and Ty Ty Dolla Sign really deliver what they need to on on this record. It sounds honestly the sound the song sounds like it was a Mac Miller song, and Division and Ty Dolla Sign came in afterwards and added what they added. And um, I really do like what they added to the song. It just Mac Miller's verse sounds dated for obvious reasons. Um, yeah, but it overall is a very calm vibe and uh, real romantic, you know, whatever. Um, Big Walk Dog, Lil Baby, and Push Icedy, they drop a whole lot of ice. I actually like that song. A whole lot of ice. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was cool. Uh, Common and PJ, they released Imagine, that's a single, I didn't get to hear that uh, YNW Melly and Queen Niger, they released Pieces, that's a single, I didn't get to hear that either uh, JK and Georgia Smith, they released A Thousand Nights, that's a single as well, didn't hear that either And Big 30 and Yo Gotti released Two Official, and that is a single as well, and I also did not hear that <laughs> so i'm so sorry but at least you know uh all the new stuff that's out right now um i'm scrolling through i'm scrolling through title i'm looking peasy he drops free rio i'm not sure who who these young artists are i'm I'm so sorry uh youngin ace life of betrayal two times i mean if you guys knew these guys uh go ahead and check them out you know i I, i'm only here to uh promote black artists anyway so if it's a black artist and they dropping new music sure cool you know as long as i don't go back and regret it um yeah i think i'll start doing i think i'll do like a comprehensive summer thing i don't know just because i don't feel like uh oh bj the chicago kid he dropped something Okay, BJ the Chicago Kid dropped, excuse me, BJ the Chicago Kid dropped a single called Fancy. I need to go hear that. Um, And that's pretty much it for music. So let's go ahead and get into our television and movies. All right. uh, So for television and movies, I want to get started with a short review of The Tomorrow War because I watched that. And that's currently on Amazon Prime. Prime video, excuse me. Um, So what did I think of The Tomorrow War? I thought that it was an entertaining movie. I'm not going to lie. It was an entertaining movie. Um, I think that it's a movie that you can sit through most of, majority of, if not all of it. Uh, And I think that, you know, the graphics in the film and, um, you know, it looked semi-realistic, and when the the monsters that were in the film attacked people, it looked like, you know, it was actually happening. And you know, set design was cool, and all of that stuff. But the movie didn't make any sense. Um, it was a convoluted mess, to be perfectly honest. I hate to break it to you. Um, if that's something that doesn't bother you when you go to watch movies and you just want to be entertained. I think that you will enjoy this movie. But if you're looking for the dialogue that happens in between action scenes to make any type of sense in order to move the plot along, even though they make it seem like it makes sense, it does not. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. Uh, I don't want to spoil the plot for you guys because I just don't like doing that. But um, there are a lot of like time travel conundrums that hold this movie back and i feel like it thought it was doing something differently that differently from a lot of movies but um what it ultimately did was just raise more questions than it answered and you know um it's kind of a tall order when you when you uh when you attempt to do a time travel film uh it it really is tough because you almost always end up in some sort of paradox. And, you know, you see that all the time in Rick and Morty, which I'm just realizing that I did not watch for this episode. Wow. Um, Yeah. But the Tomorrow War was, you know, it, it just didn't make any sense. I think that it has uh, for its lead, um, Chris Pratt. And J.K. Simmons is in this film as his father, and we have um, the young woman that is in Handmaid's Tale and uh, a young uh, two other black actors who are uh, in this film as well. I don't know anybody's name. I'm I'm really chopping this up, but you guys know what film I'm talking about. And, um, you know, all the supporting actors are actually really great. You know, this is kind of a full fully. Fleshed out cast in terms of talent, but um you know the mark is just missed, and it's obvious that that it's the script is just completely obvious uh I don't mean to decimate the film like this because you know action movies are action movies, and you know some you're not always requiring them to be super in depth and uh analytical and you know um super heady and everything like that, but you know. It could have done a better job. It could have done a a better job. And I feel like if the studio was more confident in this film, then they would have allowed people to review it more than a day uh, before its release. But that's just personal sentiment. Um, And we could go ahead and move on because I'm done thinking about that movie. Uh, I want to get into some. Oh, I also wanted to talk about Summer of Soul, which is on Hulu. Uh, Summer of Soul is the Questlove documentary that um is an archival that shows archival footage of the Harlem Cultural Festival that took place in um 1969. It was the same summer as Woodstock, and um it there it was this huge, large, um uh, festival where that you know about three two to three hundred thousand black people attended and uh, it was an amazing day and time and there were a bunch of amazing performers uh, there and somehow after this amazing and glorious day the footage just sat in a basement for 50 years and um, Questlove took his time to turn this into a documentary and find people that were at the festival and that performed at the festival to uh, you know come and talk about their experiences and show them the footage as they spoke about it and it was a really beautiful documentary and anybody who is into any type of cultural um, media or documentation that surrounds like black people and black culture is definitely something that you should consider for watch you should consider watching it was is an absolutely beautiful documentary it just shows black people in such a beautiful way and um you know it's a wonderful thing i also wanted to talk about some upcoming stuff um that i saw some trailers for so i saw that there is a dick gregory documentary that is set to drop oh that is out right now so dick gregory has a pioneer um has a documentary that's about to release on show that has released on showtime it's produced by um lena waithe kevin hart and andre Gaines. um i haven't seen it yet obviously but it looked very very interesting and it released on july 4th so it is out right now as you are listening to this episode uh what else do we have hbo max released the trailer for many saints of newark Oh my goodness. Um, you know, I've been watching um a lot of Sopranos lately and, you know, I didn't really think as highly of the show while I was watching it as everybody holds it. But when this trailer dropped and I was just watching young Tony Soprano uh, you know, catch his footing as a uh, you know, as a teenager and Seeing everything else develop in the background of his childhood, it kind of, you know, brought me to a certain feeling that I didn't know I was experiencing through, you know, watching so many seasons of The Sopranos. Because this trailer is absolutely amazing, and um, I can't wait for it to come out. And I might have to watch this one in a theater, you know, even though it's releasing on HBO Max as well. And that um, that comes out on October 1st, The Many Saints of Newark, which is a um, a prequel, a prequel film to The Sopranos series that was on HBO Max 20 odd years ago. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I got. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the episode here. As always, send topics, questions, music, and movie suggestions. Follow the podcast on Twitter at vs. Mike History and on Instagram and the fan base app at Versus Mike History. You can follow me on Twitter at Mike History and on Instagram at Last Name History. Remember, guys, for exclusive interviews and bonus content, please sign up to the members only subscription tier on VersusMikeHistory.com. I would really appreciate the support from you guys and yeah let's go ahead and get into our week uh this week's sound selection and it comes from brent fires and it features drake and it is produced by the neptunes and it is called wasting time see you good black people
0: Can't even sit in peace. Cause all of these niggas be on you. Don't just say I can be. Yeah, the one that you call and you talk to, girl. I'll share my world with you. If you're gonna waste your time. If you gonna don't waste your time, giving you what you need? Waste your time with me. You could have all. Who I am, and I be where I be. If you ever hit me on a late night, I will give you a clear mind. Might give you some insight. I'll share my world with you. If you're gonna waste your time, don't waste your time with me. I mean, honestly, open your eyes and see. If you're gonna waste your time. time with me I'll be painless, yeah All oh, I'm taking the same thing oh, All you want is the same thing
2: Yeah the 10,000 building, get your ass an apartment Put you inside a G-Class, that's just the start I plenty things count in life But none of them is a the thought of it New piece around my neck, his chess games Cause shorty stay with calculated moves like Beth Harmon Swear I'm more purple rain prince than Prince Charming Disappointment, I stay expecting it The pessimists, gold medalists, flush the magnums Just so they not collecting my specimens, damn The way she with poppy, man, you would think she's a veteran on remembrance Clean the lady, sweep the room daily for all the evidence Everything I ever did
0: Yeah.